Ricochet is a good man. He's an honorable man. When he turned down an offer to join the Hurt Business, he made a conscious decision to stand alone. And I applaud that. Ricochet, you are brave. You are courageous. But you are still a damn fool. Shut up, bitch! Oh my god! So, if it gets time, I would really like for Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton to just be a whole remake of Freddy versus Jason. Mm. Like, they got to go with a theme version for that match. I just don't want this. I don't like the theme at all. I don't like Alexa Bliss. So, they got to do something to make me watch at least. I like them. I just, I think it's weird that WWE sees them as faces. Like, do you see that mask? What, what the hell is friendly about that mask? Well, for the incels, that's something they see in their dreams every night. Well, I mean, you know, people with sleep paralysis, that's, you know, that's a different thing. I don't want to touch on their traumas. But uh, I just, I, I think it's a cool idea. You got, like, the two most cerebral people in all of WWE having a rivalry the thing that worries me is it's only going to be one month. And it's like, I mean, this is one of those ones where you could take your time with it. <clears throat> because both Orton and Wyatt are at their best when you give them time to just get weird. Right, right, right. Uh, I mean, Alexa Bliss could be Kelly Rowland. Remember she was in Freddy versus Jason? She died. Yeah. Damn, I forgot all about that, man. Yeah. Why they kill Kelly? I don't don't you kill know Kelly. You know damn well why they kill Kelly. They could have made an exception for her. No, they couldn't. That's remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, the exception to to like response to like, man, why do black people keep dying first? They just put more black people in the movie. It was like one nigga die, all y'all die. Sublimity. Yeah. yeah. And then at the beginning of Scream 2, they killed like seven black people. They killed like the entire cast of the best man or something like that. But I mean, did they get take digs? <clears throat> nah, they got Omar Epps, unfortunately. They got OE. Yep. Hey, yeah. but the doctor uh could have put them back together. Wasn't he? What show was that he was in? I was about to House. say uh. Yeah, Dr. House could have put him back together, probably. Yeah. You know, it's why I did not know he was in house until I just saw a random like trailer one day, like commercial. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is Omar Epps doing in house? Like, not that they can't be black doctors. It's just why is Omar Epps the doctor? Uh, can I, mean, I tell you one of my uh, stories? Yeah. So I worked on that show. I want to say 2000. 11, 2012 at Fox Studios. I hate Fox Studios, by the way. I've worked on shows there. Don't like it. I worked there on the show, and I think I saw him on the trailer prior to being on that show. But I was on the show. I saw Dr. House in work mode. Like, that man is kayfabe, but I feel like that's all British actors. They kayfabe until they done with the job. But I saw Dr. House and, you know, kayfabe and he's in character. But then I saw O.E. or Omar Epps in this instance. I only call him O.E. because I remember that was his name in Def Jam Fight for New York, which is crazy. I forgot but, he was in that as well. Yeah, I was he talking to somebody is. last night. Yeah, I, I was talking to him last night about I was talking to somebody last night about that. And I was like, damn, they had a lot of people in Def Jam Fight for New York. And most of them I don't even hear about to this day. But he, uh, I saw him on set, and the way I saw him pull up to set, I was like, damn, man, that juice money is good because he pulled up in, like, a SLS bins or some shit. That might have been higher learning money. Yeah, you only, I mean, you only, you only get the bag for bad movies. 
That's true, because Ice-T apparently said he did some movie where he played a kangaroo and got like a million dollars for it. Wasn't that Kangaroo Jack? Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Some weird-ass movie that I'll never watch. I can't tell you, other than New Jack City, how many Ice-T Ice projects I've done. Ooh. I've seen, I'm sorry. You watch Surviving the Game. Everyone has watched Surviving the Game. <laughs> Which one is that? That's the one where he's an action hero, but he got the Kangol on the entire time. I promise you I've never seen that. I, I promise you have. It's with him and um, Gary Busey. Oh, I think I seen it when I was a kid. That's the one where he has dreads. Well, it looked like he really had dreads back in that day. I don't know. I know he had long hair. Uh, so. I, I think I seen it as a kid. Yeah. Is 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 basically Rambo with a black dude. Oh, I gotta check this out. Yeah. It, it, you probably. I mean, Ice T is doing well with Law and Order. You don't have to support that. No, but I actually do want to see that movie because you know I'm an action movie kind of seer, especially movies from the '90s. So I do want to see that. All right. Well, you know. I hope you've had a better experience than I did. Um, anyways, back to this wrestling thing. Um, no, nah, Raw was weird last night. Raw was big weird. I mean, I think I say that every week, though. Everybody says that every week. I can't tell you other than once or twice this whole entire year where Raw was actually good. Yeah, like you get these dope moments where it's like, okay, the triple threat match was good. Uh, whatever. <laughs> AJ just basically telling the Miz, like, yeah, I'd rather face Drew than you because I can beat you, no problem. It is the funniest shit in the world. My guy was talking that big shit. That's why. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's AJ Styles. You know, he got. I AJ Styles a black owned business now. Now that he got that uh, the big dude with him, what's his name? Almost. Oh, I was about to say Lecrae. Nah, nah. Lecrae is like six four. This dude is still like two feet taller than Lecrae. <laughs> That's funny. He <laughs> said, "Hey, I I hear so many names. People call him Taco Fall." I forgot what my man's called him, but you know, either way, he's just a very abnormal human being. He's seven three. Like, <clears throat> if his feet are okay and he can move in the ring, Vince gonna give him the title for like twelve years. He gonna have like mm -hmm. a, uh, he gonna have a Bob Backlund run. Six years, I, nobody beat Bob Backlund. I did it in the most famous arena. Mecca Arena, Madison Square Garden. Shouts out to Sheiky, baby. Big love to the Sheik. I think he wanted to do a, a versus with Hulk Hogan. How do you do that? I don't know. The Sheik can't walk at this point. So it, it wouldn't, like, I don't know. Promo versus promo? I mean, the Sheik going to win. If they do promo versus promo. Hey, man, listen. Hey, I might have to copyright this, or we got to give it to Tim and Swizz. They got to do uh, a versus with wrestlers. And anybody listening to this, best believe I'm going to do this shit before you do it, so you can steal the idea if you want to. But they should do promo versus promo, like put Stone Cold versus The Rock. That'd be pretty versus. cool. Yeah. And uh, you can get what's his name in there. You can get Paul Heyman versus uh, Ric Flair or something like that. Paul Heyman versus uh, either Bobby DeBrain Heenan. He's he's gone. Rest in peace. No, no, no. But still, you could just play the audio at this point. That's true. That's a fair like, point. They're not gonna do it. They're not gonna remember their promos. Like, yeah. bro, if somebody can remember all their promos, like, <clears throat> so I don't think The Rock remember all his promos. Plus, I don't think. Instagram is built to handle how many people would go onto the Rock's Insta Live. Like the Rock's Insta Live would basically be all of Instagram there. 
because I believe everyone on Instagram follows The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I think he's the most followed man. Yeah. On like, uh Instagram. Yeah, I think Beyonce has more, but I mean, that's a given. She's what somebody say they said uh the rock is the male version of Beyonce for Instagram or something like that, or for men. He's like the Beyonce for men. Ron Funches. And uh he is very, very much right. Oh, Ron is a wrestling fan? Yeah, he's a big wrestling fan. I didn't know that. Show us uh, to King Shark. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ron Funches be be on it. I think he had a few wrestlers on. I think he had Tamatonga on uh, his podcast. I got to tap in. I didn't know my man was out here doing work like that. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely think that's what he's been doing. So, you know. Um, but it's, it's, I think the promo thing would be fun. Just mix it, do a, a mashup of promos, this person versus this person that I, I, I would actually appreciate that. Yeah, no, we just came to something. I'm going to try to, we need to try to ship this to, uh, Tim and Swizz. Like y'all keep, until I get a jealousy, Versus, I don't care about versus. Let's do wrestlers. I mean, I don't really want to do a Jodeci versus, man. But we need it. Jodeci versus Drew Hill. Just, I'm turning my phone off if that happens. Nah, because it's going to be like four songs, and they're going to stay on one song for like 17 minutes. And that's I good. Need, I don't need that. That's need fine. That. So, on Raw, <laughs> um, Retribution got weird, man. I can't. I, I got to stop saying weird. Retribution. I don't know what the direction for that group is anymore. Like, Miam lost because I'm not calling the reckoning. I'm sorry. Um, Miam lost to Dana Brooke on a roll up, which, according to what culture wrestling, they have done since March. Just on Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views, they have done 98 surprise roll-up matches, finishes. Which is like, this is this is a little too much, bro. This is a little too much. That's like, let's see. It started in March. Let's see, four. It's the first week of December. Three, something so. It's like 40 weeks of uh, so far divided by 98. That's at least two. Two a week. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even a show. Might be two a show. But anyway. Listen, man, they, they gave up hope on retribution, you know. I yeah. think... They should call it how they call it. They're going to figure it out. Uh, do they They don't even have no merch up, so that's how I know this shit ain't going to last too long. Well, it just felt like a bunch of people, Vince, like, Vince didn't know what to do with it, so he just did something, and it ain't really working. And that now it's kind of everyone else's fault that it's not working when it's like, I mean, it, it was kind of dope when they, if they just would have had their names – you didn't have to pretend to sign them. They were NXT stars. They could have just revolted against the system. But Vince wanted to, you know, basically parody Antifa because, you know, he got his uh, his friend lost in the White House. So, you know what they could have did? They could have had all of them debut. I'm, I'm very surprised he's not, you know, a fan of Dajakovic. That's his type of person. Except for, I think, because Dodgett could actually do a backflip, unlike Lars Sullivan, so he probably like, nah, I can't do shit with that. He's just 6'8 in shape, but he can do a backflip. My guy can just do nothing but get in trouble for being problematic and get taken off SmackDown. But anyhow, yeah. what they can do is they could have just had them debut, right, as their original selves. Like, yeah, we from NXT, we here. And then they have a moment where they just revolt, like you said, but it'll be like 
maybe they just put all of them like in a mixed tag match or they do something like put T-Bone or whoever in the fucking tag match with Dajakovic. I don't even know Dajakovic's name in uh, Retribution, but they put them with Mia Yim or they just do Mia Yim and they could have did, uh, what's the bet name before she left? Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, before she left, they could have put them in a tag and they could have revolted then. And then you don't need an awesome ego to be like, you know, we just teaming up. Maybe get them matching gear. And then you go that way because then you can put out merchandise that sells. In the meantime, between time and when they got over, they just showed up one day and the uh, the center, the performance center, it's dark. They showed up. It's here, poor Michael Cole. That man, Michael Cole, ran off the plug 10 times. Yeah, I know his, his when that happened. And Corey Graves, his piercings was holding him down, so he couldn't run fast enough. For real. Like, they had Michael Cole running in loafers. I know his ankles hurt, man. I know he ripped a dress sock. But, you know, man, ain't number five, nine, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with Retribution is they just rushed it. That's it. Like, this could have been, like, they could have taken their time. You got three hours a week. You don't have to move fast. You got three hours a week. And this could have all culminated at like Survivor Series. It would have been dope if it culminated at Survivor Series because that's the place where teams go. And it, for a moment, they had it set up where it was Retribution versus the Hurt Business, and they just didn't do it. Like, that's the thing that baffled me. They could have did a six-man retribution versus six-man hurt business. And they just were like, nah, we're good. I was like, you could have had 4X versus Antifa, and you just decided not to. Okay. But that that made me think, though. Like, are people spending too much time in NXT? No, they should stay there longer. Why not? Well, the reason I say that is because by the time they get to WWE, like, so I bring this up a lot. There have been three in the modern era of NXT, the way we think of it, not like when Seth Rollins and Big E were um, there, but like in the modern era way we think of it, which is like Neville, Sami Zayn and all of them being champion. There have been three NXT champions who have gone on to win the main title. That's Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens was a pivot from Finn Balor. And they never really wanted Kevin Owens. They just didn't know what else to do. They had, well, Finn Balor, I said, got injured. But Drew McIntyre is an interesting one because that's the one Vince built up himself initially. The rest of these guys come to WWE's main roster fully formed. Like, there's nothing Vince has to offer. So there's nothing Vince can develop with them. So Vince tries these little changes, and when people don't like it or when these things don't happen and they don't go over, it doesn't go over because the people don't like it because it changed. Vince just gives up on the person. Like, Aleister Black is off TV. I mean, that's partially for some other reasons mainly probably punishment for his wife. But I just I just wonder that like should more should some of these people be going to the to NXT when maybe they should go to the main roster where Vince can just do more with them right away. Uh I think I mean, it goes without saying because he said he wanted to go back to NXT. He didn't say he wanted to leave the company. I think now he wants to leave the company because yeah. of everything that's happened. But yeah, it's nothing wrong with saying the NXT for the, I mean, four or five years, however long you want to. I mean, fucking uh, Johnny Gargano and Tomasa have been there. They said, nah, we straight. We don't really want to go to the main roster. And Candice LeRae, like, you should stay there. Like, if you're getting paid the same amount that's, that you're getting now, that you'll get paid in on the main roster, I say stay because it ain't worth it because eventually in 2025 when we able to travel again or when they're able to go on tour again, 
it's like, uh, like I might be on the undercard, I might be on the dark show, I might not even get booked for that night, and I'm making the same amount of money to work less, and I'm not getting no merch sales. So it's, you might as well stay there. Plus, all of them stay in Orlando. It's cheap. So I don't know how much they're getting. Or maybe they rene- renegotiate the contracts in NXT as well. Like, if you've been there a long time and you a vet, I'm pretty sure they give you some type of bonus. But I, I'm not counting pockets. I would think if you were in NXT, you probably getting about maybe 50, 60, depending on who you are. If you can get a little bit more than that, and I could just go to Full Sail University in Orlando, and I go back to my crib in Orlando. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. No, it absolutely does. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, the the thing I think is cool there is, A, you're going to be, it's going to be a tighter-knit community. And B, you know, it seems like everyone there is just about having good wrestling matches. Like, it doesn't matter where you are on the card. It doesn't matter if you're fighting for the title or not. You are you get respect and you get valued as a wrestler. Whereas on the main roster, I was talking to my homeboy about this. On the main roster, your job, even more so than NXT, is to sell the network. It's to sell merch and the network. Like, that's just what it is. Those are the two big driving factors in what uh, WWE brings in when it comes to revenue. So everything is to try and get people to subscribe to the revenue. That's why you get a lot of false finishes and things like that. Because at the pay-per-view, they tend to, they, they've started to give more clean finishes and more um, definitive wins. And I, I kind of hate that that's the selling point. Because it's just like, I mean, you can just let people win. It, it won't hurt. She remind me of WCW in the 90s during the Monday Night War. Ain't no clean finishes, bit. Yeah. Everybody. Like, whereas I was talking to my homeboy about this. On the other side, AEW should probably do a little bit less clean finishes. Because when someone just beats someone and then we go to the pay-per-view and they do it again and they just beat them, it's like, okay, I needed a little bit more from that. It was still a good match, but it just didn't feel pay-per-view quality sometimes. But I don't know. That was just my thing. It's like I, Corbin is a good example of this. Like when he came to the main roster, he was still underdeveloped. Like he was not ready. But that was perfect for Vince because Vince could try things with him. And it really worked. Like when he's from where he started to where he is now. He is significantly better, not just in in ring skills, but as a promo guy, as a character, as just an entire entity and what he does for SmackDown. Like, I don't as of right now, I don't know if that guy is bound for any championship wins, but that guy is always there to be a decent heel. And just like annoying. And that's that's perfect for what he does, like him and Vince and whoever else there cultivated that. When Shinsuke right. came up, what was there to do to him? I ain't gonna hold you. I just talked about Shinsuke last week with you. Was it with you? Nah, we talked about Ibushi being Johnny Knoxville. Man, look, I be talking about wrestling so much on so many different podcasts. I'll be trying to remember who. <laughs> yeah, it was a travesty. Can you repeat the question? Nah, so. Yeah. With uh, Shinsuke, I forget sometimes he's in WWE, and I don't mean that in a bad way because I feel like he like, shit, I earn my keep overseas. Let me just work as much as I can. Yeah. He wins. If he wins one, if he wins a main title, he's a Grand Slam champion. That's the only thing left for him to do. He's won a Royal Rumble. He's won tag team titles on both brands. He's won... Uh, the United States and the Intercontinental title, all he needs is a WWE or Universal title match win. And he's a Grand Slam champion. Um, but anyways, I know you wanted to talk about Tag League and Super Juniors. Uh, Yeah, uh, just mildly. I mean, 
You know me, man. I don't unless it's AEW, I don't really be bashing companies like that. Uh it, it, to an extent, I, I try not to bash them no more because you know they are who we thought they were. I feel the same way about Impact more than AEW actually now, because they definitely are who we are. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. But I'm gonna watch that Willie Mack versus Chris Bay match. Uh yeah, I, 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 they just cruising. I think it's nothing wrong with that because they cruising until we get to Wrestle Kingdom, which is a month away, literally a month away from us. So right now, you just got to give your workers something to do. It's like for them, this is probably like the easiest work they got to do. They're like, damn, we could just do tag matches. And, you know, they got a couple single matches, but it's like, damn, we could just do some tag matches. Cool. That's Five minutes or so of rest for me, so I don't have to fucking get knocked on my neck for the twentieth time. Yeah, you see Ibushi in the tag because he like, oh, I only could bump how many times? Twenty? That's yeah. not enough. I need at least two hundred times. Yeah. And how I'm gonna fall right on my neck? Exactly. Like, I think you might be on to something because I think uh, New Japan wrestlers. They may have like baseball players, pitchers have a pitch count. They may have a bump count. It's like, all right, all right, you hit your count of bumps for this year. You done. You done. But I was going to go in the tag league with Tanahashi. Ain't no tag league for you or Tanahashi. It's rest. But you see, they, you know, he lost uh, the Wrestle Kingdom briefcase to Jay White. Yeah, that, that kind of surprised me a bit at the same time. It didn't just because I keep saying that. I think they're trying to do as much as they can to keep Jay White happy because it's inevitable he's going to uh, American promotion. I don't think he's going to stay there for another two years. He probably stayed there one more year, but that man definitely destined for American soil. And on that note, I say God bless to you because it wouldn't happen to me. Uh, it depends. I mean, he's going there with a lot of a lot of influence, a lot of pedigree now. It's just the only way I go to WWE, I think, is if I get a main roster. Like, you got to give me that Young Bucks Cody deal that they were offering him. Like, after six months, if you don't like it, you can dip. If you're not offering me that, I ain't going, pimp. I'll go sure. I'll go work these indies and get uh, revenue off these ticket sales. Because Jay White will sell out an arena at this point, like a little small arena. I ain't saying he's going to sell out the garden, but you get a 5,000 seater. Yeah, he could sell that out. People, there are 5,000 people that'll go see him. Yeah, you know, he's definitely the, uh, might be the underground king of this right now. You know, everybody, Kenny Omega was definitely the underground king, but Jay White might be. It's like, if you heard of him, you know he fired. If you haven't heard of him, then you just, you know, you talk to people that are into indie wrestling like me and a few others, and you'd be like, yeah, that's the underground king right now. It's either him or probably Chris Bay because he's only, he only 23, 24. So. Chris Bay is doing a lot of stuff in a lot of places. Um, I know you don't like him, but just off popularity and name alone, you still got to mention Will Ospreay. That dude is. What did I say he, about Will Ospreay? Hmm. I said something about Will Ospreay in the past. Yeah, he just a knockoff Seth Rollins. Did or I he, say that? Some like he is Seth Rollins with a with a better four fifty. I don't think I said that. I think it was annoyed because he was doing that best in the world stuff, and he was trying to talk to Seth, and Seth hit him with that bank account talk. No, I said something mildly about him, but not like I wasn't going off on him. I think Will Ospreay is no. straight. I would remember that because that happened. Oh no, I'm, earlier this year. I'm I'm tripping. You hate Marty Skrull. That's yeah. Oh no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like Will Ospreay. I'm like no, I don't. I never had a problem with him. And you know, for the most part, I say a lot, but I remember if I'm bashing somebody, yeah. Because if I ever meet these people and they hear me, I want them to know. Yeah, that's how I feel. That that's how I feel. Can I change? Maybe. But for the most part, if I'm saying something to bash you, that, that's how I really feel. And it's probably 
that's how I feel forever. No, I was talking about Marty, Marty Skrull, who's mid, who's a nasty man. You know, like most yeah. of these uh, low-key workers. It's the reason why they low-key and they can't get to the big time. It's their ego. It's the fact they nasty, so they know if they go big time, they really going to get out and more. I mean, we see, we don't need to say no names, but he he's a hell of a worker. But we've seen what happened in WWE with uh, one fellow. Uh, One? No, no, but you know the one I want to say that was actually on Raw. He had a prominent oh. role. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that young fellow went from NXT to Raw fast, and it was fire with Andrade and them. And then life comes at you fast. You go to NXT, and then it's like, yeah, uh, you might want to fall back, player. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, man, you went from Evolve to NXT to Raw right back to NXT. And, I mean, you know. You, you are where you're supposed to be right now, which is losing to Bronson Reed. And that's no disrespect to Bronson Reed because Bronson Reed is dope as hell. But you just you ain't put in enough time yet. But nah, just saying that, yeah, Jay White, Underground King, Chris Bay, Underground King. And I think you just have to mention Osprey because that's a dude who draws to in the underground. <clears throat> but um no, I, I I agree with you. I haven't watched a lot of tag league. I completely forgot about Super Juniors. I have to look up the record right now because I I just don't know. Brother, like, it's listen, you 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 welcome to do it. Uh it's been not as entertaining as it used to be. And like I said, I'm not one of those people that's just like, oh well, like fucking oh my god, this is so trash this year. I don't really care. It's just, you know. It's just uh, what I was about to say. It, it's it's not is I'm not as passionate about wrestling as these incels are, but it's just I haven't cared about the record because I'm like, bro. My big thing with New Japan, I keep telling people every day. I'm like, bro, it's a pay per view every month, and it's not like it's a day or two. Yeah, it's five days a week, bro. It's a full time job watching, it, and it's two hours, two to three hours yeah. a day. I'm like, how do you? I'm the Stephen A. Smith meme. How do you do that? Yeah, and it's just like, why are you all trying to kill each other? Like, wow, this is strange. So, well, but this makes sense. They use he usually wins tag lead, which the leading team is Ishii and Yano, but it's usually a place where uh, Yano can go and get his uh, jokes off and stuff. <clears throat> but um. I'm trying to see something here. That's basically what Sami Zayn is doing an interpretation of, which I like his character on SmackDown at this moment. But um, yeah, Tag League Super Juniors. Who's the winning the best Super Juniors? Takahashi and Ishimori. So not much has changed there. And looking at the winners and losers, yeah, it's not going to be too much difference here. This is a uh, this is essentially what it's going to be. And that's fine. I think that's fine. It's just, I think you might be right. We was talking about this. It might just be fatigue and just trying to get to Wrestle Kingdom to see what is going to play out. Because, I mean, who are tag team champions? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of it. Exactly. I think it might be Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., which. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Yeah, which, fine. Um, nah, other than that, I mean, who else is really, what else has been really going on in wrestling? I mean, the Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens stuff is promising. I'm surprised they're doing that. But I'll take that. Um, I am really happy that it's AJ versus McIntyre because I like the original plan was supposed to be Strowman versus McIntyre, but Strowman I think has a knee injury, so he might not be back in time. But I thought you know, he got suspended. Well, that was just the uh, the kayfabe thing. But on the real in real life, he uh he has a knee injury, so he may not be back till the Rumble. So 
speedy recovery to that dude. Um, I actually wouldn't have minded Drew versus Strowman because when you put Strowman with someone who's like athletic and can move, he actually puts on good work. But when you got someone else who's lumbering or too small for him, it's it's tricky. Yeah, no, what this is my thing, and I, I kind of predicted this last night. It's like I said, you know, yeah, Keith Lee versus Drew would be cool, but I bet you AJ Styles won't go over because I actually want to see AJ Styles more than you know Keith Lee versus Drew. Like AJ Styles versus Drew. And my boy was debating about me, debating it with me. He was like, well, you're going to put a little dude versus a big dude? Yeah, because more times than not, these big dudes, that shows how well they're great workers if they work with little dudes. AJ Styles, everybody bigger than AJ Styles. Yes. Except for Christopher Daniels. Otherwise than that, everybody he's worked with is either taller than him or like size-wise bigger than him. The only person he's a giant over in WWE is Rey Mysterio. Or I was going to say Johnny Gargano, but they never faced against each other. That would be a nice match, though. But, um, no, you're absolutely right in the sense that, you know, what we've seen from McIntyre when he's worked with smaller dudes is he is a safe worker. Like, he took care – I mean, Ziggler is a legend at bumps, so that wasn't hard. But even when he's worked with uh, other guys smaller than him, he's, he's done good work. Like, I can't really be uh, – I don't have really too much to complain about with him. And, I mean, it's two really good workers. Like, they know how to put on a match. They will put on a good match. And, honestly, I think Drew might drop the belt. And the reason is uh, – no. To AJ, I, no. It's either AJ or Miz, which what I can see happening – it, it probably won't happen. Probably won't happen. But what I can see happen is AJ telling the Miz to come cash in while the match is still going, and then him just roll up the Miz or hit him with a, like a phenomenal forearm or something, and then that's it. And AJ wins. But the reason I say that is because I think Drew is dropping the belt because I think the Mania main event has got to be Roman versus Drew. Like after that Survivor Series match, what else? What else can you do that would be better? I mean, personally, I'd like to see Big E, but hey, man, Drew finally got his classic match when it came to giving to fighting Roman. Because those yeah. two have all those two have always been good together, but they were never that good. Right, right, right. Uh. No, I mean, that you can always wait for, you know, the Keith Lee. Let's see how the Keith Lee situation is going to turn out because I think they, like, he don't really need the main title right now. Like, man, get that man a mid-card title. Like, they keep forgetting the goddamn mid-card title exists. Uh, Bobby Lashley is walking around with the Dipset title. Yeah, he really is. You got the Joel Santana jacket on, on a belt. Yeah, but, like, like give give the U.S. title some type of look. Like have her business go against Keith Lee. They try to recruit him. You know, he give him the R&B talk. Like I don't want to do that, my brothers. And you know, I think is he gonna give us some type of Ti word with it. And then just you know, you jump him. Then you do this. So it's uh, it's Gerald Levert versus New Edition. That's it. But. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. The reason is because Vince likes Keith Lee. And the other thing is you're asking Vince to care about a mid-card belt. And Vince don't give a damn about the mid-card belt. You know how I know Vince don't give a damn about the mid-card belt? Bobby Lashley about to face Matt Riddle. And Matt Riddle ain't winning that damn belt. The way I know Vince don't care about the mid-card belts is he got Sami Zayn winning the IC belt. No disrespect to Sami Zayn. I think he should be a world champion. But, hey, man, look at how many times has Lashley defended the U.S. title? Like, legitimately. 
you know, I really forgot until I just think about it. I really have to manifest it in my mind. Like, damn, the U.S. title exists because they like, bro, you could literally just give this man a U.S. title shot. Like, you got to start having more mid-card matches, not just on Raw, but pay-per-views as well. It's like, damn, bro, y'all got this woman working. If I ain't seen the Sasha Banks match, then it's like, damn, what else on the card? Yeah, not saying right. that's a bad thing, but damn, like, because like I said, I've been clear on my statement and I'm never going to change that the women held down 2020 until Roman came back. And no, they're still holding it down because, I mean, the Sasha Oscar match was good. Had they got more time, I think it would have been better. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm totally good with a lot of this, man. Like, I am. Oh, I'll put this. I'm really happy with uh with the people that's getting on TV, and I'm I'm glad that they're using a few different people to put on TV. Like I was talking to my homeboy because he he's done with the Murphy Ray Mysterio thing. Man, we all are. God damn it! I'm so tired of seeing this shit. Now I'm up. Listen, man, I'm so goddamn tired of seeing this. This man Seth this. He closed his eyes because he saw Matt Riddle. Shouts out to him. He going home to be a, a husband and or he's going home to be a father, which shouts out to him again because I think the baby is due any day now this month. Yeah. Also he said, fuck that. Me. Just take me out. Yeah, shouts out to Becky too. Yeah. He said, just take me out the match, bro, because I don't want to do this. I don't want to take no bumps. I don't want to take no bumps. I don't even want to see this dude. Hey, I'm all with you. That's all I mess with Seth. Hey, man. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. I love that energy. Ain't all that kumbaya. We ain't got to be cool. If I see yeah. you and it's a problem, then it's a problem. If not, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. So shouts out to him. Bro, y'all got Murphy out here doing more work than Ray, which is cool because I said this year as well, Ray need to go home. I was an advocate of him going home. I was an advocate of Jeff Hardy, who took a damn bump into the stairs and just said, oh, I'm straight. How? Your, your brother did the same thing, but it was way worse because he knocked his head on concrete with a match with Sammy Guevara. All right? You're saying you're okay. No, you're not. You're not okay. And it's okay, but you're not okay. Yeah, I don't know what's in their bloodline. I don't know what they're doing. I know Jeff ain't on the purse no more, probably. It, it's just besides the point. It's just dog. I said all three of them need to go home. Y'all did what y'all supposed to do. Y'all some of the greatest ever. Cool. But now we got Buddy Murphy defending the honor. And it's like, bro, this girl's still 19. I don't know if y'all trying to drag this out till she's 25, but it seems to be. This got to be one of the longest running angles in WWE history for no reason. Yeah. It went from one show to another, bro. When they – look, the night it happened on the draft, I think I hit you up. I hit up a couple people. I said, and I had that future <laughs> meme. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. It was like, all right, Seth going to SmackDown for sure. And then Buddy came and I said, oh, God damn it. But this is what I will say. And I want this to be an important thing. I agree with everything you just said about Buddy and that whole storyline. And also shouts out to Seth because you're right. Like, you ain't about to have your wife's sneak this my wife on the internet and think we cool but um I'll, having said all of that about how i how i agree with you about buddy being on tv i mean being uh in that storyline he wouldn't be doing nothing else had he not be in that storyline he would not be on tv right somebody else that could benefit from the mid-card title because who the hell is the intercontinental champion right now it's Sami Zayn. oh yeah that's right but like, sometimes I have to think about that as well. Yeah. Like, I can see going forward, they might make Jey Uso the IC champion until Jimmy is ready. But, I mean. <laughs> that, that man right now. Hey, bro. That's the best storyline this year. I mean, the whole tribal chief. It's not even the whole thing of him coming back being healed. It's more so the fact this man, Jimmy. <laughs> This man Jimmy, like, hey, bro. Yeah. He told this man on Thursday, go take your ass home, bro. You ain't even 
five dudes. You couldn't beat up five dudes. Yeah, he had right. he had five hundred super kicks for five dudes. Take your ass home, bro. He came out and hit my man Otis. I was hurt. I'm like, bro, that's my guy. Yeah, you know what's funny? Funny that you say Otis because Roman is treating uh, Jay like he Otis from the Temptations. Like <laughs> they coming right Roman over here like they coming to see the tribal chief. Jay over here like they coming to see the family. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Jay. Bro, <laughs> it's exactly that because this man get out my man, just get out my face. Like you told a grown ass man, just get out my face. Like that's your son. Yeah. And he asked for cookies at midnight. Man, just get out my face. And then Kevin Owens coming over here acting like Jerry Springer. Like, I don't know what y'all doing, but y'all need to get it together. Oh yeah, turn that turn that match up. I cannot wait for that match. Yeah, we're getting Roman versus Owens. Oh shit. And AJ Styles versus Drew. Hey, let's yeah. close out 2020 the right way. Yeah, and for you know what? Let's just have a promo segment where Owens and Heyman get to talk back and forth. Oh, that's coming because they did um, talking smack. So that's definitely going to come on like live TV. Yeah. Let Heyman get this long-winded, you know, soliloquy off and then let, uh, you know, what you call it, Kevin Owens get these Queen of, King of Queens jokes off. It's equivalent to Murder Moot versus Loaded Lux because you know definitely Heyman is Loaded Lux. Yes, because he got the suit on. He got the suit on. He said, you're going to get this work, beloved. He speak in metaphors that you actually understand. Yeah. The punchline hits you out of nowhere. But Moot just got the jokes. Right. Straight to the point. You know, that, that fine, that's fine, too. So, And that's Kevin Owens. He gets straight to the point. Yeah. He's another one I've been holding it down. And I forgot, shout out to him earlier because so I was talking to my homeboy about like uh, the Selena Vega, Thea Trinidad situation. And I told him like, hey, man, bullying works. Bullying works. And you should absolutely bully powerful people sometimes because remember when the first COVID outbreak came and Kevin Owens was like, I'm about to go home. Which I'm guessing it wasn't just him. I'm guessing it was some other people too. He's like, look, man, but they sent Kevin to go talk to him. He's like, look, we all about to go home. You don't let us wear masks. If you don't start testing properly, we going home. You said you're going to pay us. Good luck with Riddick Moss. Good luck making three hours of just the 24-7 title match. What's my guy named uh, Thatcher? He can wrestle, but he boring as hell. Yeah. Like yeah. Thatcher is a great wrestler. Not yeah, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna cut it in WWE, my guy. Well, they gonna have Bobby Lashley versus versus Otis Homeboy. Tucker? Yeah, what happened to Tucker? They just had him and, that one time and he just disappeared. Yeah, they did that solely to get the belt. I mean the briefcase off of Otis without Otis losing clean. Which I was like, if you was gonna do that. You might as well just let them lose clean, and you could have broke them up in the draft. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I ain't mess with uh, Tucker like that, except for when he in promos. Oh, man, oh, this my dude, bro. That's one of my favorite workers right now. That man, Jimmy, hit him with all the cheer shots. I was hurt. Yeah, I'm like, he, he, he fresh IC off the Thanksgiving dinner, bro. He should get the the IC title, so he can have his "Don't Tread on Me" flag draped over his shoulders with the IC title. Who Otis? Yeah, he got the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. Oh, he on that type of time? Yeah. Well, he from Wisconsin, so. Yeah. Damn, bro, that's my dude. I, I can't be a fan no more now. I can be a fan, know, you know. Nah, because you know what? We'll follow that flag. I know what we'll follow that flag, but like I like we talked about a few weeks ago, outside of Daniel Bryan, who can you say is not a MAGA hat comfortably on? WWE's roster, like outside of him Jimmy and Zane, Kevin Owens, yeah, but they Canadian. That's true. So they very anti. Uh, yeah, America. and and Sami Zayn's Syrian, so Sami ain't trying to give no love to nothing. That man, my guy Koofy came on. He said, "Y'all celebrate Thanksgiving holiday with the Pilgrims." Yeah, he was out here. Like, I think if WWE wasn't monitoring his tweets, he would have been out here talking about abolish twelve. He would have been quoting Roddy Rich lyrics. 
It would have well, been because yeah, they had to put a censor to him because yeah. he was he was wilding during the quarantine. Yeah, when the George Floyd and all that stuff was happening, Breonna Taylor, he was out here like, yo, man, the police shouldn't be doing this and this and that. And Vince was like, what you say about the police? Mm-mm. We got to do tribute for the troops. You're going to shut the fuck up. Did you see what Vince said to him uh, after the, that fire ladder match they had? Nah. When he got the title, he went backstage and he thanked Vince. And then Vince said, get back to work. But you know what they, that that's that white man's get back to work. That means just shut the fuck up and get paid back to work. Yeah. Yeah, because even Vince be shaking people's hand. He'd be like, hey, man, you did real good. Vince, Vince will kiss your ass real good after, after a match, except for Kevin and uh, and Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, but like I said, like it's the New Day, Sammy, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, that I can comfortably say didn't vote for Trump, if they voted. And our uh, truth. MVP as well. Did he not? No, he no, bro. MVP, MVP is on that list of if he wasn't with WWE, he'd be walling. Because when he was uh, in Japan, he was saying a little bit of things. Impact, he was saying well, impact, he was saying a lot. Obviously, he said nigga on live TV. Uh, not that MVP. Vince didn't do it, but MVP yeah. said it. So yeah. it's like MVP say a little bit of stuff. He be willing to go all the way. Like if you look at his tweets, he really be he be talking about twelve. And I feel like he want to go further. Obviously, he from Dade County, and he served time, so he want to go wilder yeah, with it, but he can't really do it. Yeah, he want to get the bars off, but I understand. You got to collect the check. I I, I get it. Um, yeah. And Cedric is just our age, so it's kind of like, yeah, I just keep my but, views to myself unless I go one hundred with it. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's like of the people that I know voted there, like I can't so. When I see Otis got the don't tread on me thing, I'm not like surprised. I'm just like, yeah, that's that kind of checks out. Yeah, no, I, I would. The thing is, that's all like, that's my guy, but I kind of know yeah. <laughs> that's that's all I can say. Like before, I think, I think just that's just us being black. It's like, yeah, that's my dude, but I kind of know something problematic gonna come up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the thing that, like, okay, so 2020. The thing about 2020 that I will never, ever forget when it comes to WWE, other than good matches, like when it comes to their off, outside the ring stuff, I will never forget that they let go of Selena Vega because she did not want to let go of her accounts. But Roman Reigns, I mean, not Roman Reigns, Matt Riddle, I'm sorry, Roman, Matt Riddle, Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, all got caught doing real, like Jordan Devlin got caught being explicitly nasty people and they didn't let nobody go. The Forgotten Sons dude was out here quoting MAGA stuff. He's still on the roster. Yeah, they just told him to lay low. That's it. Yeah, but like, don't be surprised. He'll be back next year. You might see him in the Rumble. Yeah, I mean, they just wrote him off, but they still part of the company. It's just, you know, I think people I think people in the company think it's like yeah, just let everybody cool off. Like, nah, bro, you still not low. Like, if I see you, it's still a problem off what yeah. you said. Because like, it's not like he calmed down during the election. He was still saying stuff. Yeah, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was like, yeah, nah, 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 kill that. If I see you out here in the streets, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. It, it, right. was, it was about to get, like, Ghostface Hotel Room. <laughs> you fucked up now, boy. You fucked up. Where's your Supreme clientele? Clientele's at. <laughs> Where where's your Cuban links? The thing is, though, out of everybody, I think maybe because he drove into it head first. Kevin Owens within 10, 20 minutes after that tweet, he said, no, nah, he probably told everybody, chill, I got this. Yeah, because he was the first person to say something. He said, you were dumbass like out the gate. I said, yeah, Canadians really got hands because he said, I'm welcome to smoke. Yeah, you got you can't forget that dude broke his nose in his first match and was still out here with the shit. You 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 ain't about to scare Kevin Owens. That dude wrestled in PWG. Ain't that too much part. you can do. Once you take a light tube to the head, you just, what more can you do to someone? Yeah, but, I ain't no Calgary get down like that or whatever they from. Oh, he from the French. They I think they both from the French part. So I think Quebec. Oh yeah, Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, 
Well, apparently, I, they they about to smoke out there. I think they still live out there. I think Kev still live out there. Yeah, why would you want to fucking move out here? It's probably you just got a spot out here that you rent, but why the yeah. fuck would I want to move and, out here? Bro, the healthcare. He probably just dip over there and just be like, wow, y'all pay for healthcare? Y'all, y'all better move. Like you, that's why Lesnar moved to Canada. That and why the hell do I want to be in America? I've been very serious about what I've been saying all year about trying to get the fuck up out of here next year. Hey man, go uh go to the UK, do some UK wrestling. Uh, if I go to the UK, bruh. <laughs> Ooh, boy. You're about to be a drill rapper. I'm about to be doing everything. I'm going to take on a new personality. I'm going to learn the Queen's English within a day. Boy, you might see me out here dressed up like Adele, except for I ain't going to have that halter top. I'm just going to have all reggae clothes on. That's fair. That's fair. It's a lot of Jamaicans and Trinidadian folk out there. Um. Yeah. Where does that new album, by the way? It's December, beloved. Give it time. Give it time. She she lost weight. You might get a summer album now. No, oh, man. God damn. I need that now. I need that. Why did you try to? You left me. You want how much, buddy? Wanted six figures a month for a divorce. Yeah. Oh no. She about to uh be out here on her uh, what you call it? She might be doing. You might get a city girls feature out of Adele now. And you know what? This year been so crazy that might end up happening. Adele and City Girls will be wild. I mean, it can happen. You got uh, Adele, Adele singing in the background, ad libbing for JT. Uh, I would like to hear it. Yeah, easy man. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, I mean. I mean, it's been the end of the. I mean, there ain't too much more going on this year. I mean, this week we got Moxley versus Omega, which I hope they put the belt on Omega because Moxley, I think he's about to have a kid. Congratulations again. Um, And I think it's time for a change. It's it makes sense to put it on Omega at this point. It's that, and and it's like it's now or never. Like if you don't get a man a title now, you gonna wait until his body really, really gone. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of AEW, there's one person over there that I know absolutely ain't with the MAGA shit, and that's Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he got all our, I mean, he got Black Lives Matter right on his Twitter. Yeah, he'd be coming out every week with it on. Every week. I'm like, okay. I see you, Edward. Hey, man, I'm mad from, he from Queen, he from Yonkers, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's none but goons out there. Yeah, so he gotta go. He know he gotta go back sometime. Like <clears throat> people from New York, they go back every now and then. If you don't, people from New York either they never move or they go back every now and then. Yeah, like uh, I mean, you know, I think Private Party's still out there, but oh, they might be they, in Florida. No, nah, they they probably are in Florida, but they from Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Cassidy is Puerto Rican. So he might be yeah. okay in Florida for a little bit. So no, but once again, New York people—they they like, bro. We got to go back every now and then. We got to go yeah, back. You got to touch base. You got to touch base. Um, but now, I—I was trying to think of what were my favorite moments from wrestling this year. Um, I think you know when it comes to WWE, uh. Firefly Funhouse match was dope. Uh, the Boneyard match might be the comedy of the year. And what else? EO Shirai winning the title was big. I mean, it was a lot of good stuff, but those were pretty much the highlights. Uh, Nakamura and AJ and AJ and Dan- AJ has some good TV matches with Nakamura and Daniel Bryan. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, when we have our end of the year episode, I'll definitely, it's a lot of stuff I got to reflect on because between wrestling, just in life in general, that this has been, this has been one for the ages, man. It has definitely been a weird one. Yeah. Someone basically said like, I was, I was talking 
to the homeboy and I was like, he was like, man, I didn't think I can get through this quarantine. I was like, he was like, but you know, I made it through the seventh grade and the seventh grade was useless as shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you, you raise a great point. You raise a great point. Nobody, nobody cares about seventh grade no more. But, um, I was like, yeah. So I think, you know, we made it. We're going to be in this quarantine for at least for another year. So. Because that's because, you know, motherfuckers don't know how to act. That and because they said, well, we got the vaccine, even though they said it wasn't going to come out till March. But uh, we got to say he won't go first. And it's probably going to be the people with the money. Yeah, it's like this shouldn't be hard. It's your doctors. It's your nurses. It's anyone who work in the hospital. Yeah, give them it, then give the rich people because we know how this game goes. Give it, give them it, and then after that, yeah. the poor people, if they can afford to pay a thousand dollars, give it to them. They'll get it when the PS5 Slim comes out or something like that. They'll get it. Hey, what you think it'll be easier to get a PS5 or a vaccine? That is a great question. I'm going to say the PS5 just for the simple fact that eventually it, it has to be mass produced and you could just buy that outright. The vaccine, they got to want to give it to you. It's like a clubhouse invite. Shit, you right. Or you got to ask somebody, hey, you got that vaccine? How much you want for it? 150 Damn. Can't you just give it to me? No. Yeah, they're going to be like 150 You're like, oh, okay, 1000 a hundred and fifty thousand what? Yeah. <laughs> you want Grand Theft Auto money? I, I can hook you up with that. Right. I know that I know I know some glitches. Yeah. I know I you know, but nah, it's um it's just one of those things, you know. I mean, not to get political, but hey man, take the vaccine. Take the vaccine. Y'all don't want to wear masks. Y'all don't want to do anything else. You ain't going to be able to go nowhere on this earth without taking the vaccine. So you might as well get used to it. Uh, if you hate needles, you shit. It'll only last a second. I don't fuck with needles. Well, but if I got used to go to a day party, I'm going to take that vaccine because yeah. I really want to go to a day party again. Yeah, you got to like. What you look like not vaccinated in the all white party? Yeah, Diddy not gonna let y'all in unless you vaccine. Yeah, like man, you can't go to the Rock Nation brunch unless yeah, you got gonna, a vaccine. It's gonna be the Rock Nation brunch is gonna be so annoying this year. Clubhouse is the Rock the uh, Rock Nation brunch. It is. It really is. I am like when I first when I remember you told me about it, I was like, this is just the party line. Yep. I like if some of y'all young out there, all the party line was was clubhouse on phones. That's really Yeah. Because you didn't have to look nobody in the eye. Nobody was really trying to sell nothing or hustle or finesse nothing. It was people out there. Or a dick ride and then they bash somebody at the same time. They they was up there calling Kevin Hart trash and he gotta be he gotta stop being sensitive, but that's a whole other topic. Well, he got yeah. a. He was up there saying, "I own a stake in this app, and y'all broke." And they was talking bad about him. Then they was like, "Can I have a job? Is it Uchi Bali or One Mike?" Like, I mean, this is the thing: calling someone broke ain't even really an insult. It's like, nigga, I know that. Thank you. <laughs> I've never had anybody really flex on me saying. I got more money than you because I'm like, well, nigga, you and 92% of the people in America. Like, okay, you have more money than me. Was my joke funny? Okay. Because that's what it always goes back to, Kevin Hart, is you funny. And you just make, it's like, this has been a long program too. It's like Kevin Hart versus Cat Williams. Kevin Hart versus Mike Epps. And they said the same thing years ago that it was a shoot. And then Kevin Hart, for the longest, thought it was a work. Now he's starting to realize, damn, it really was a shoot. They really said I wasn't funny. But fuck them because I'm richer than them. Look, man, you can't 
I remember I was like Bill Burris once said this about Dan Cook because a lot of people were trying not to say he was funny. He was like, look at the laughs he's getting. Look at how many people come see him. You can't be in this business that long and not be funny. They're not a, like handsome people where they can be like leading men in like romantic movies. So you got to be something. But just because a few people don't find you funny, like, dude, get over it. Like, you're right. You're very rich. You know how you got rich off of that? People think you're funny. That part. You going on Clubhouse with a few thousand people talking about this. And then one lady wanted to ask you, like, hey, why did you call your daughter a hoe? And then everybody want to talk over her. It was like, it's a valid question. It's a valid Yo, I question. I fucking hate Clubhouse. Just, I, I say it every day. Every week, I hate fucking Clubhouse. I delete the app, even though I still got an account on there. I, fuck Clubhouse, bro. I don't want to talk to y'all. I only get on there when I want to talk to my boys, and I got their phone number. I want to talk to y'all. Yeah, it's it's just uh, a Zoom meeting. That's it. A, a Zoom meeting with people yelling, trying to say. You know what I noticed? Really, throughout my whole tenured on this earth and continue tenured as I get close to 32 years old in about three weeks, fucking, I think two weeks or three. I don't know. Fucking time is just time is just an illusion. But anyway, I noticed that people always want to hear themselves talk more times than ever. And maybe because we weren't supposed to be surrounded by people, but motherfuckers just said, no, nah, we're about to be surrounded by people. Okay, bet. You talk to your lungs about that. But anyhow, I've noticed that people really, really, really now more than ever want to hear themselves talk. Sometimes in life, like I say often, sometimes just shutting the fuck up is the best thing you can ever do for yourself. That part. And being that we have a podcast, we're going to follow that advice. Good night, everybody.